What's up, y'all? It's Glenn of Black Girls Texting. We're back with another episode that we think you're really going to love. It's a good one. I just wanted to give a small disclaimer. There are some minor areas in this episode where you'll hear a slight echo. You know, we're recording from home in our at-home quarantine studios, so please bear with us, um, and we really appreciate your patience and understanding on that front. It doesn't take away at all from the app. We really think you're going to love it. Uh, we also wanted to announce a really special virtual happy hour that we have coming up this Saturday, April 4th. Um, we're partnering with a mezcal brand called Gem and Bolt and a special bartender named Bobby Jean, a black girl doing shit. Um, and she's going to be walking us through some really fun uh, mezcal recipes and mixology. And we're also just going to be talking shit and hanging out and having a happy hour. It's the weekends and I think we all need like a sigh of relief. So we're going to be offering you that this Saturday, April 4th for Black Girls Texting's Quarren Clink in partnership with Gem and Bolt. If you want to know more about that, make sure you're watching our Instagram and just checking for our posts. That's at Black Girls Texting. You can also hit the link in our bio to sign up for our newsletter because we'll be sending out more information directly to your inboxes as well. All right. Stay tuned for the app. It's Shade at Black Girls Texting. I know y'all see my text. You better answer me back. I'm Chelsea Pinky, also known as the Washing Machine Queen. I'm classically trained. Me, 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 me. It's Glenn at Bed Star Brat. Wow, you did us. Goodbye. 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 Welcome, welcome to Black Girls Texting. Tea is steadily spilled in our group chat, and each week we let you in on it. I'm Charles Pinky, also known as the Washing Machine Queen. I'm Gwen at Bedside Brat. And I'm Shade at Black Girls Texting. And today we're really uh, happy to be joined by Penda Nadaye. Am I pronouncing your last name correctly? It's pronounced Jai, like it rhymes ah, with pie. Jai. Penda Jai. Um, so Penda is a Senegalese-American multidisciplinary storyteller um, who we actually met at one of our events at Dumbo House, and um, she joined us on one of our live streams with Get Vocal a few weeks back, and we're really interested in the work that she does. So she's a she was formerly a professional dancer, and now she's a writer, and she created a platform called Proho in 2018 after her mother gifted her with her first vibrator. This gift sparked a conversation on the lack of generational dialogue in Black communities about sex and sexual pleasure. She is radically rooting for Black people to restore their sexual liberties and to use pleasure as a means of social equity to reclaim ownership over their bodies. So we're really excited to talk to you today um, about the work that you're doing, but also about, you know, like we're all locked down, we're quarantined, um, this coronavirus situation is making it hard for people to find intimacy. So just thinking about ways that we can practice self-pleasure and self-care and find pleasure while we're in these very strange times. Um, but before we hop into that, Penda, can you tell us more about Proho? Because I know when I first read that your, your mom gifted you a vibrator in 2018. So like recently, like when you were a grown woman, I had so many questions. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think, uh, first of all, I'm really excited to be here. So thank you again for having me. 
Um, yeah, I think whenever I tell people the story about the vibrator, people are like, what, your mom? And you were like 27, you were old. Like, it's, it's such an interesting story. But, you know, I think she did it kind of out of a joke because I was single and she was just kind of like, okay, well, if you're going to be single, at least like, are you masturbating? Like, are you taking care of yourself? So she told me um, as a Christmas gift to go on Amazon and choose any you know, sex toy that I wanted and she would foot the bill, but it was just funny oh my because God. after, yeah. But then after I got it, I like sent her a picture of it in the mail and she was like, oh my God, I didn't need to know all this information. Like, don't <laughs> tell me which one it is. I was like, make up your mind. So you want to buy it, but you're not really interested in, you know, what it is exactly. Um, Wait, sorry, quick question. Cause I, so you're Senegalese American. So are your parents from Senegal? Yeah, my dad um, is from Senegal. And my mom okay, is, is black American. Oh, okay. Because okay. I was like, African parents and vibrators? Mm. Lord Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like oxymoron, basically. Um, but yeah, so she gave me the gift and she was like, I wish I would have spoken to my kids about sex at a much earlier age. And so I really started thinking about that and how a lot of us learn about sex from porn or the internet or like for me, a lot of my education came from like my next door neighbors like a kid next to me who like you know we were like dry humping and like fingering each other and so it's like yeah it's just so weird i was like this is not how everyone (laughs) should learn um so i you know really started this journey i started blogging and being really candid about my own sexual experiences hoping that it would allow other people to feel comfort and know that their whatever their sexual behaviors were that they're normative and like that you know everyone has a kink everyone has their sexual desires but you're not alone a lot of other people have the same desires and and feel the same way that you do and just trying to think of ways that we can kind of eliminate shame and stigma from sex so that's that's where I am now and it's shifting into kind of more of a political lens of how we can use sex and pleasure especially around like black women and black women bodies and i always say just by being yourself your most authentic sexual self like you're defying stereotypes you're defying like representations of black women and creating new narratives so that's where i'm kind of interested in now leaning into that work and and experimenting with how we can create you know social change i love that and the name pro ho can we talk about that like how did that come about because i know Ho, you know, do you even see that as a negative word or how do you feel about that? Yeah, it it came about um, when I was first starting and posting, I was just like doing a lot of research and I was seeing on Instagram just like different hashtags related to sex. And one of them, I think, was something around like pro-sex, you know, being like sex positive. And so I was like just kind of riffing off of all of these things. And my friends and I, one day we came up, we were like, what about pro-ho? And I was like, that it's just was so catchy that there was like a, no denying that that was <laughs> what it was. And yeah, I think obviously there are a lot of negative um, associations with the word hoe, but I think that's kind of the point is that we're, we're going away from the negative word, the negative meaning of the word hoe. We're redefining what it means, creating our own definitions of it. And, you know, there really, honestly, there's only been one time where I wanted to work with a sex therapist and they were on board and then they kind of, you know, circled back and said they had to turn down, you know, the collaboration because they felt like the word ho didn't really go with their branding, which I totally understand. But, um, I, I felt kind of like, yeah, I felt, I don't know, but I think by doing that, ultimately she was giving in to the negativity of the word. Mm -hmm. She was actually strengthening, um, 
the stereotype of it. So yeah, my thing is like being a hoe, pro ho doesn't mean that you have to be out in these streets. If that is your jam, do it. I, I clearly support it. Um, but it just means like living out your best sexual desires, however you see fit. Like what is your hoe? What is your whole life? It, it varies for everybody. What is your whole life? Love that, Love that question. question. Um, I'm curious what, um, in your own sort of, I guess, unlearning or discovery of your whole life or um, your unlearning, as I, as I mentioned, what are some of the misconceptions that you had been holding on to when you first started to learn about sex that you realized were just not true? Yeah, I think, um, you know, there are a lot of stereotypes for black women, particularly like I've been doing some work about um, these two in particular. One of them is the Sapphire or like the matriarch, who's kind of like the angry, aggressive black woman and like very sexually undesirable. I think probably we've seen this person in so many like TV and film, like that angry black girl that like nobody wants to date and is like so hard and has such a harsh outer shell. And then um, kind of um, comparing that to another stereotype, which is the Jezebel, which is someone who's like really sexually promiscuous and is like open out in these streets and everyone's judging her for being a thought. So it's like, I was, I'm reading about these two people and I'm like, wow, like why can't you be like sexually explorative and not be a hoe? And why can you be strong and independent without being like aggressive or undesirable? So I think a lot of the work that I see in myself and um, is like, where's the duality? Like why, why a lot of times aren't we allowed to be like, have multitudes of like our personalities and be like multidimensional. So I think that's really kind of what I'm dealing with sexually. I think for myself, a lot of the times I think being like almost six foot tall, like really dark skin African, I think I come off, I can, come off as being like more aggressive or dominant and that's probably the energy that maybe some people feel when they're going into having sex with me but in the opposite I'm actually like a sub and like (laughs) really um like want to please so yeah I think it's like trying to kind of mix up and play with how I appear in real life versus how I enjoy sex um so I think that's probably the main thing that I'm that I'm exploring right now sexually it's just kind of like how can I be multiple multiple things have you come to any conclusions about that like why is it that we can't be multiple things <sighs> that's a really good question i think um it's it's based on just the history of trying to place us into a box and say that we should be one thing i think you know why the stereotypes exist all together to begin with it's to try to you know Put people into one grouping and not allow people to express themselves and have individual unique voices. Um, so I think a lot of it goes back um, to ownership over our bodies. And I think a lot of us don't really understand if we're cisgendered or have certain privilege that, you know, a lot of people have these rules where they can't even marry the people they want to marry. They can't have kids when they want to have kids, how they want to have kids. Um, so I think it's, it's basically just trying to control people's bodies and the way that we move in in the world I think that's why you know we've been taught kind of certain certain rules of how we should carry ourselves how we should have sex what sex means it goes into so much um obviously it's like the patriarchy a lot of it is for black people I think it comes down to religion it comes down to family structure um so I think we're all trying to kind of fit into this mold of what we've been taught is like the right way to be sexual the right way to cohabitate to have partners um and it kind of takes like an unteaching and unlearning to feel free in your choices and and your sexual expression 
I just want to pose to our, I mean, everyone, but Penda, we're kind of getting more of your background. What was your experience like? We may have talked about this in the past, but I think it's a great time to kind of revisit it um, with like sex and like your parents growing up, like even your relationship with the word ho. Chelsea, want to kick it off? (laughs) Uh, I'd have to think about that. I don't know. What You start. (laughs) I mean, I remember, you mean like, what was the messaging from your parents growing up? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember my mom being like, your body is a temple. And, and every time she spoke to me <laughs> about things like that, I would just cringe. Like, all the conversations that I had with my mom about sex were so cringy. Um, I remember going to see this, like, film with her one time, and they gave condoms out to everyone at the end. And I kept asking my mom, like, what is that? What is that? And I remember it launched this whole conversation about sex and I just was like, why did I ask her what that was? I really didn't want to know. Um, yeah, she kind of, my mom never told me that I had to like save myself quote unquote. Um, but she was, I think trying to like give me this idea of like what it means to have respect for your body or whatever. And then actually when I was in, high school like junior year no no actually I probably was like a freshman in college to be honest my mom found my vibrator and she just laughed at me and then she was like are you having sex blah 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 blah. but she was actually really kind of open about it and I was being awkward so I didn't engage in the conversations um and I'm still awkward about that stuff with her to this day wait so how old were you when she was like your body is a temple oh I was like 13 Okay. Yeah, maybe even younger. Honestly, yeah. What about you, Shade? Um, I feel like I've said this before. My mom is very, very, almost too open about sex. Um, not necessarily in terms of like pleasure. Now we talk more when it's in terms of, like pleasure. But in the past, I think it was just in terms of like being aware of my body. Like there was never like. A vajayjay or like mm-hmm. pp it was like it's a penis it's a vagina this is oral sex this is anal sex and like these are the things that happen when you engage in sexual activities ranging from like pregnancy to stds slight slight hints on pleasure but it, i think it was more so just me being aware and that was just for like my safety and this was like i was like seven six seven years old so like pretty young mm-hmm. i wasn't like fully conceptualizing like intercourse but like I I started masturbating pretty young so I kind of got the gist I think and now that I'm older like literally she listened to an episode that we had um where like a dom was on the episode and she was like you were so quiet during that episode and I was like oh no is she not having sex like concerned and I was like oh my god I'm not doing this with you I'm not doing this with you that was really interesting about the dom and your mom pointing out that you're really quiet. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't think we talked about sex that much. I mean, she told me that I could get pregnant and that, you know, these boys only want one thing. I got a lot of that. Um, and then I think when I was older, it kind of became a joke. Like, she found my vibrator, and she was like, oh, you're a freak, and, like, threw it in the drawer. And, like, <laughs> I found her, <laughs> I found, like, a, a like 
drawer full of condoms and I'm like when is my mother having sex and like to this day I'm not sure if she was but like she had them and then I started thinking of all these like crazy things and I'm like maybe she was I mean she's a human but like just always hid it from me I don't know I had a single mom penda got it (laughs) (laughs) yeah um that's so interesting I'm thinking about the things that you discover in your like the older people in your lives stashes and how those influence your knowledge of sex like I remember me and my friend used to watch all of her older brothers like porns on VHS and I remember my dad had this like very like detailed like some classic Kama Sutra book with all these like sketches and stuff and we would just like flip through that or I would look through the back pages of the village voice and look at like naked women like so I actually had a whole thing too where I was always looking at porn on my like desktop in my house and would give always mad viruses so many viruses so many that viruses. I had to have like supervised time on the computer people had to sit next to me every time I was on the computer yeah. but like so many viruses but I was always afraid that then like my we only had one like main one computer you know so i was always nervous that like my dad was going to get on and there was going to be like a pop-up because there were always so many like (laughs) pop-ups when you did porn or had the viruses i was just like i'm gonna get i'm gonna get caught but i was i remember my sweet spot was always like after school when i get home maybe around like four but knew my dad wasn't going to get home until like 5 30 like just kind of like trying to strategize like how much time i would have alone before people started coming home after school Yo, I watched porn at my mom's job and she beat my ass. Oh, yeah, you're bugging. You're bugging. Oh, my God. What? On the work? (laughs) So my mom used to work at like a for like an after school program and like she she was the director. So she would have to stay like super late. So I would just be like sitting there like after all the students left and everyone left just like waiting for her to like finish up. And one day I was just like in there like dead ass watching porn on the computer, like masturbating. (laughs) And she came in like, what What the? Are you doing? Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh you my are god! Wild. Do wow. you all remember the websites? I was obsessed with Onion Booty. I don't know that. I've never heard that. Onion Booty was like all black people. I was say I know Onion Booty. And they were always like greasy and like very shiny and slippery. <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason, like I just loved how that looked, and I was like run home to watch it and then at night put my tv on mute and watch like the spice channel oh hell yeah and real sex and i used to watch this, the show about the girls that lived on the bunny ranch <gasps> yes, yes. Oh, you know i used to watch on mtv undressed did you ever watch that no what was undressed it was like this MTV show. It was scripted, but it was about these like college students, but they were having sex, but it came on at like midnight on MTV. So I would like, I don't know why my brother and I both had our own TVs in our room. I don't know what my parents were thinking with cable. So <laughs> we were just like at all hours of the night watching crazy things. But Undress was kind of the first time that I, that I saw like on screen kind of like sexual like relationships playing out in, in a more like realistic script setting oh my god yeah and then that brings me to the point of how we learn how to have sex right we look at porn we look at uh these outrageous video productions of sex um and sometimes i wonder i'm like what if like because 
I don't know, I've definitely been influenced by porn. Like, when I first started having sex, I wanted to, like, arch my back and, like, look really pretty. And I don't know. I'm rambling. But y'all know what no, I'm saying. No, I, I know what you're saying. You're saying, like, what are the, some of the things that we internalized from? Yeah, from like, the correct way to do it. Yeah. yeah. I think I think that's real. I think even sometimes just, like, the way that... I would like vocalize during sex, like the sounds I was making. I was imitating sounds that I heard <laughs> on porn. And then Definitely. after a while, yes. I was like, wait, this is this doesn't actually feel that good. Why am I making this a mm. big, <laughs> bigger Production. thing? I yeah. love a porn star moan, though, like to this day, like that's my go to. I don't know what it is. It's just something that I like really enjoy. A I think I just like moan. Yeah, yes. like an over dramatize. Demonstrate. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, what does that sound like? It's like a, it's like a, uh, uh, you know, like you're just so, it's like, it's just so extra. (laughs) Glenn is over here. But do you do it something feels good or you're just doing it for the, for the theatrics? I think I love the theatrics. Like I love having theatrical sex. Like, I mean, confusing him because he's going to think that he's doing something good. I mean, okay, if he's not doing something good, I'm going to be like, okay, no, 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 no. But if it's good and, like, I'm just having fun, I, like, love being, like, a, like, I literally love to almost play, like, a porn star role when I have sex. Yes, I love that. I love that. I get into the production and the, and the exaggeration of things, too, like, with the right person. And, and, and you can sense, I think, with that partner, like, if I'm with a guy, like, one of my exes, like, we were really into kind of, like, dom and sub play. So, like, I felt like, it only like upped like the things I was saying and the performance aspect of it were like playing into our roles of like the dom and the sub. So I love a little role play and like exaggeration. But if it's not, if it doesn't feel good, then I'm definitely not gonna gonna pretend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm all about playing into exactly like that role. Like, oh my god, if you like start calling me like a slut and a whore, I'm like, yes. <laughs> the thing that I've been finding like not challenging and like also this might come for some people now that are trying to do like FaceTime sex and stuff and talk nasty to their partners like I've run out of things like if I'm lit I'll say crazy things and it's just popping but like if I'm trying to talk during sex somebody will ask me like how does it feel and I'll be like feels good (laughs) feels like you have a big dick the writer runs out of words (laughs) I don't know what to say so yeah, I often settle on like some theatrical moans too. But like, do y'all have things that you say? I was literally there's this app that I um, recently started using that I really love. It's called Dipsy, um, D I P S E A, and they have like erotic stories that are narrated, um, and it's really cool. It's owned by women, and they are really intentional about the voices being varied. So you can, and like the perspectives being varied. So there's all sorts of identities on there. There's like gay sex, there's threesomes, there's all sorts of stuff. There's married couples, there's hookups. Um, But they have this one series that's like coaching you on finding your best like dirty talk style. And you do this like sort of, you do this test with yourself. You think about different parts of your body and how you'd want your body to be referred to. So like think about your butt. Do you want somebody to call it your ass? Do you want them to call it your butt? Do you want them to call it your booty? Maybe think about your thighs and like how you want to describe that. Do you want them to be stroked? Do you want them to be bit? Do you want them to be scratched? And then you like create like a sort of index for yourself. 
Interesting. Yeah. I love that. I know Dipsy. They actually um, reached out to me to like write some content. And it's funny because when I was like writing my like mock script to give to them, I was like, I'm gonna make this so black. Like, how can I make this just the blackest? <laughs> yeah. Thing? So like, yeah. People are listening to this story. They know it's black. So I was like, okay. So LaQuisha enters. <laughs> not LaQuisha. Not LaQuisha. But I'm just saying, like, when I was writing it, I literally was like, how can I give them like the blackest Africanness name so that everyone knows, like, oh, okay, these this, some black folks is. here. Um, yeah, but I like I like their content. I actually I feel like I wanted some of their stuff to be like raunchier. Like I feel like it's still kind of like PG. Little, yeah. yeah, yeah. Is it like, like is it is like, like um, Fifty Shades, Shades of Grey? Um, it, it, well, each story is is different. So like um, Glenn was saying, you know, you can kind of you can choose like if you want it to be woman and woman or gay or you know threesomes or you know hardcore you can kind of pick your category and then each audiobook is maybe i don't know maybe like 10 8 to 15 minutes or something yeah. and it's so each one is like independent of any of the other stories on their on their app and you just listen to that one and you know you can kind of choose like are you listening with a partner are you doing this to masturbate are you doing this just to like relax on a sunday so you can kind of choose like what kind of content you want to listen to interesting yeah. it's fun actually yeah they have another one that's like questions that you can ask between a partner um they have like these little games on there and stuff i'm very into it it is a little soft but like sometimes at the end speaking of porn star moans they start whiling and i'm playing it like loud in my apartment and it starts getting crazy like sometimes i want to like listen to it on the train but oh no. lord on the train because <laughs> they're like stories at the end of the day too Something I want to get into is um, some things that folks can do like during the the days of COVID-19 love in the time of Corona where like we can still be intimate and connect whether that's like virtually or like any advice you have for folks who are coupled up. Um, I'm gonna put my whole group chat on blast right now. So this past Saturday, I think we were all like, so I've been staying with Glenn, but like my grandpa lives like 10 minutes away. Um, and so, and he doesn't stay in his home. So it's just like empty. So I've been going there to like sleep just to get like a change of scenery and to have like sanity. And so Glenn can like have her own space and I can have my own space. And, um, so I went back and, I'm just like laying in bed like he has like his mirror his bedroom mirrors sorry his bedroom walls are mirrors so like whenever I get there I'm like photo shoot time (laughs) so I'm like taking like mad pictures and then like as I'm like literally as I'm taking my pictures and being like oh this is cute oh a little more ass here like Glenn is like y'all I just sent the craziest videos to this dude she's talking to and I don't know how but she ends up sending the videos and they're like literally like if I were a pimp, I'd be like selling Glenn on like OnlyFans right now because like the ass, the skills, it was just out of control. So I was like, fuck, like I want to send a video. So next thing I know, I'm like working on my videos and like I'm like in the mirror, like I got music on, like literally the whole I have to send you guys my video. It was pretty funny um the whole time I'm like laughing because I'm like what is happening and the phone just like keeps dropping but like my dude was like yep yep I like this you could keep sending these (laughs) it's so fun I mean so first of all we started watching these like uh 
these IG lives of all these different random ass dudes on Instagram. Um, this one guy, respectfully, Justin, I don't even know who he is to this day. Um, you know, he'll have like women call in and they'll just like start dancing and he has them spread their booty cheeks open in the camera and do all kind of stuff. And I just got very inspired. So I recorded hella videos and I felt so popping doing them. I put on little outfits. I mean, like I started inundating this dude with these videos. At this point, I'm about to just start recording them just for myself because it just makes me feel good. Um, but I was telling my friends, I was telling Chelsea and um, Sade, that homeboy was like, yo, what's your cash app? And I thought he was joking. He was like, no, I'm dead ass, though. <laughs> and he sent me some money. <laughs> She's a pro ho. She's a pro ho. Yes, I've been seeing that so much lately. Are people like now on their Instagram bios? It's like Venmo, Cash App. Like people are really putting that shit out there. Like, yeah, y'all can you can pay me whatever you feel like it. Yes. Damn, donations accepted here. No, but I feel like it's it's definitely brought out some some other little kinks that you can play with. Uh, the other day I was on a Zoom chat, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to the bathroom, so you can hear all my friends like in the background and my boyfriend's like asleep and I just like start giving him a blowjob and I can hear my friends in the background and I'm like this is like something about this is very exciting to me because like they don't know what I'm doing and he was asleep that's lit that is yes wow that's yes, nice. it's like a little <laughs> pseudo voyeur kind of vibe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like getting off that knowing that they're there and like if you really were loud, like they would hear you, but that's now they know and they're never gonna be on Zoom with me again. <laughs> Chelsea, yes. I like that. Um what about you, Penda? Because you live alone. As Shadi mentioned, she's here with me, but she's gonna probably be leaving soon. And I'm like, am I going to go crazy? Like, one of my friends also lives alone, and she was saying the thing that she misses the most is, like, physical touch from someone else. Even, like, non-sexually, but just, like, the intimacy of somebody else's hands on her body is making her feel, like, especially lonely. I know, right? It's, like, <laughs> it's getting to the point where, like, all my like I rotate my vibrators I feel like like they're people I'm like all right so tonight it's gonna be <laughs> you <laughs> and tomorrow night is gonna be you um yeah no I think the physical touch aspect is really what I'm missing the most because like as much as we can be virtually connected it's just not the same like it's like facetimes are great facetime sex is like honestly it's great like you can you know work up and talk and masturbate like on facetime while your partner's watching like i do love that it's an oldie but a goodie um but yeah it's just not the same as having someone touch you or like be deep inside you like you know i'm just yes, really missing inside. that um same so way. yeah that one i'm missing i've been sending like with one of my dudes like porn back and forth and we're just like hyping it up so much like when next time i see you like this is what i'm doing to you like mm-hmm. i'm gonna sit yes. on your face and like all of this stuff so like i think porn has been a great like visual kind of reminder of like okay like hold tight but this is like this is the shit that we're going to get into. You may not even want to do this, but this, this we're going to try it. Right? We're going to try it. I think I've learned, I was actually talking to, um, I don't know what I'm going to call this man, whatever, <laughs> this man. Um, 
we were talking about because like I come so fast it's really annoying and like I don't know I need to work on this this is something that I'm always I'm like like edging myself but it was if it's just me I'm like yo let's just get it let's just get it done but anyways <laughs> that's a whole side thing that I need to figure out but I realized that like for me like I don't even necessarily like like orgasms are amazing don't get me wrong but I think like for me I like set like I like the act of like being penetrated and like mm-hmm. touched mm. more than I like orgasming like and so for me it's just like ugh. it's just never masturbation is just never gonna cut it I know well I have that question Penda if you because you said you rotate out your toys like I'm trying to I need to make my masturbation practice like a practice like a thing because I, Not masturbation I I'm definitely practice. just getting in and out <laughs> It's like five minutes and I'm done. And then I'm, I'm just like not fulfilled. Like, yeah, I came, but it's like womp womp. Like, you know, I don't know. I'm like, do I need to oil up my body? Do I need to start with a bath? Like, what the hell? I know. I feel like I'm kind of, I've had those moments where like I'll masturbate and it's over so quickly. And I'm just like, okay, that was like so disappointing. Like it wasn't, it wasn't like that build up or, but then I've had other times where like I'll make myself squirt and I'm like whoa how did this happen that is like so random and I don't I haven't done it enough times to know kind of the difference of like why I squirted one time versus the other time like just came after like two minutes I think it's kind of the toys one of them is a rabbit and that one is like way more g-spot stimulation so that one feels like more satisfying and the other one I don't know if you've ever seen like the womanizer it's like the clit vibrator yes yes yeah. the sucker it's the sucker so that one I come so quick like it's really it's really insane and my clit is so sensitive that it's like I can't even like once <laughs> like I don't know it literally is like 30 seconds I'm like all right like I'm done um but I think yeah it's really difficult to romance yourself in this time I feel like because I don't really take baths in my apartment so it's like I feel like for me it's usually kind of like watching something on TV or like in a movie where I'm like really turned on if there's a sex scene and I'm kind of like, okay, tonight, tonight I'm going to take care of myself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I feel like lately I've just kind of been like you, ha- I have so much time during the day that it's like just random moments that I get really horny that I'm like, all right, well it's a uh, two PM in the <laughs> afternoon <laughs> and this is when it's happening. So I'm just trying to like go with my body, which I think is kind of cool because in your normal day, you don't really have that luxury of like taking care of yourself, getting off, having an orgasm, whatever you want. Yeah. So there is something kind of forbidden. I also don't have any curtains in my apartment, so I walk around naked all the time. So it's kind of, I mean, they're probably (laughs) creepy people looking in, but also that's kind of the same like excitement of like, well, maybe someone's going to catch me vibrating. Maybe Ah, I'm going to take it to my sofa this time and someone (laughs) might see (laughs) So oh, yeah. I cannot penetrate myself with toys. I can't do it. I've tried. I tra- I've tried so many times. I've tried to be like very relaxed and like lube it up, and I always like literally end up like squeezing the shit out of the toy or like I don't know. It- or just it feels like there's a, an instrument inside of me. Like uh, it's not. It doesn't feel. I like. I don't know. I, 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 maybe if it was a atta- if it was attached to another person, you know, something about like the body not mm. being on top of me, yeah. that doesn't make it the same. I don't know. 
I have one that's really awesome because it's silicone, but it heat it has a warming feature, so it heats up. So what's the name of that? <laughs> I don't remember the name actually, but I have to send it to you because it honestly gets like it's not hot, but it gets so warm that inside it feels like it's a dick, like it's warm. <gasps> and so that I think if it were cold, I think my body would like reject it, like you're saying. But since it's warm, it honestly feels like <laughs> it feels real. It's it's amazing. So I, I will like send you this. that link. Yeah, I think that's really the game changer because um, it's like your body temperature. Yeah. And like it's not easy to like fuck yourself. No. Well, <laughs> like, we need to sit on it. Oh. And bounce on it. Yeah, I would do that. I see, I always see those videos and I'm like, damn, these girls can just like fucking bounce their asses so much. Um, But the one that I have, the heated one, is a handheld. So, like, but I don't really like, I don't really, I feel like I just let the vibrations do most of the work. Like, I'll move it around some, but I'm not like really going like hard on it. I saw one on Instagram that literally was like moving all around. It was like wiggling all around. I was like, this is wild. It's like, a real penis does not bend around and wiggle and yeah, in that the one way. That I, have, I think it's called the wave and it's like hooked and it adjusts to your body. I, I don't really use it internally at all. It has hella settings. I feel like I'm, I've wasted my time. It's by Lilo. <laughs> and like when mm-hmm. it feels your body like arch or something, it starts to arch and it goes deeper so that it can hit oh, you, interesting. Like, give you the G spot. Oh. But, yeah. but you don't like it. No, I don't know. So, but what you if a what? what if like a a dude like used it on you? Would yeah, you like be yeah, more yeah, yeah. receptive? I've done that and I liked it more. Oh, really? Yep. Shit, I yep. want to try that. Yep, yep, yep. It made the difference. Damn, I'm fucked. I'm really sad. <laughs> like as the days go on, I'm like, when am I gonna get some dick again? This sucks. <laughs> For real. For, like, is it like, do you risk your whole life for some dick? Bro, because I've been asking this young life. man. I'm like, son, okay, I'm coming up on 14 days. Mm-hmm. You live right there. He could come over and just like, okay. wash him when he comes into that time. Yeah. I mean, but we know this man's circumstances. This man has special circumstances. Yeah, he got a lot of people in his home. Mm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I had someone the other day. They were like, "Yo, what are you doing? I'm in the neighborhood. I'm leaving my friend's house. Can I stop by?" I was like, "I mean, I don't know your friends, so right. Like, what? spreading around the room. I don't know what you were doing. Popping <laughs> by. What is this? Exactly. But then I saw another meme that was so real. It was like, if a girl turns you down, like during this time when she ain't got shit else to do. <laughs> She really don't want you. Really that's that's a fact. Not trying to mess with you. Because if somebody asked me right now, if a few, certain person, honestly, I'd be like, yeah, come on through. She'd be like, yeah. Shade, you have to leave. Yeah. Shade, take a couple. Yeah, laps I have, I have a couple people on my list that are, that are an exception. Exactly. But um, otherwise, not. Nah. No, no, it's not worth it. I've been told I need to hit my 14th day and then I'm in the clear. So oh, really? Like, Is that where you are now? Yep. Nice. <laughs> All right, I'm going to try this young man again. Like, hello. Just, I think that keep sending the videos. I just keep sending videos, and I just, I'm keeping it very consistent. Like, I'm trying to fuck you. <laughs> Shit. Um, so, Chelsea, you mentioned that you 
had a little moment when you had your friends on the Zoom. That sounds like really fun and spicy. Um, but in general, you're part, you're like quarantined with your partner. Have you found that the ways that y'all are engaging sexually are different than they are typically? Um, just thoughts. yeah, I think, I think being able to just like do it in the middle of the day is obviously very different. And then we got like a new couch that's huge. So we've been blessing the couch, which is different. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. I saw there was this funny tweet where the girl was like, can y'all please put the NBA back on? I'm in my apartment having to suck his dick 10 times a day. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> because it's, it is true. Like when you're quarantined with your partner, it's just like, okay, obviously we're going to have sex, you know? Yeah, I would be trying to fuck a whole lot. Me too. Damn. Although, are you finding that, like, I don't want to say you're getting tired of him, but, like, you do live, you were mentioning before we started that you live in a small space with each other. Like, how are you managing that, just being so close to each other all the time? I mean, I'm knocking on wood right now. Ow, I actually knocked on wood. We have not had any problems yet. Um, I think we're being very, like, respectful of each other. Like, as I said, he has his call, and I've kind of been taking calls all day and pushing him to have his calls in the hallway. So today I'm recording this podcast in a bathtub. Um, Yeah, it it hasn't been that crazy yet. Um, I have my times where I put on our calendar that I have a Zoom, like, girls thing, and so he'll do something else. Um, so far, so good. But I do think that the divorce rates will go up because (laughs) if you're not with the right person, it will show now. It will will show, exactly. My friend, just like before this, she was saying, she was like, honestly, after this quarantine, I'm just waiting for the first wave of divorces to hit. Then we're going to have all new group of men to choose from. Because, like, when else in life are you asked to just, like, spend all day with your partner? Like, this never happens unless you're on a vacation. Right. And we don't take three-week vacations. (laughs) Yeah. I know. And now that it's going to April 30th, we have a guaranteed four weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Last night, when my boyfriend told me that, I was like, Oh, can we get a PlayStation? <laughs> He's like, damn, I'm boring you. You want to get a PlayStation? But like, yeah, it's true. Like after a while, you would probably need. I mean, I think it goes for everyone. Like you need you're like, we're going to go wild once we're out allowed to like leave the house. Girl, it's going to be a wild time. What? You want to talk about a pro ho? It's <laughs> over. <laughs> Yo. Like, I'm going outside every time. I'm never turning down an invitation. Exactly. I know. I saw that. I don't know if it was on your Instagram, Chelsea, but I saw when it was like, damn, I'm thinking about all those weekends I stayed in, all those plans I flaked (laughs) on. (laughs) I was like, yes. I remember in all those times I lied and said that I couldn't go do something, but I was just sitting my ass at home. Exactly. Dead ass. And now you're, that's all you have. (laughs) Right? Please. Whole time, Glenn is not going nowhere. No, I will. Still. I will, maybe. I mean, I love being at home, so I'm like, this is really great. But as I'm getting deeper into it, I'm like, okay, I feel like I'm going fucking crazy. Like, I'm starting to feel it. I, like, love the city. Like, I love 
like going to random restaurants and trying new bars and like that's been taken away so mm-hmm. it's, it's it is kind of getting getting tough i'm like how i can't cook anymore <laughs> right? Right? oh my god yeah, the snacks the snacks are real chelsea do you think chelsea, you guys are doing anything like spicier than usual besides boning on the couch poor couch <laughs> poor couch spicier I mean I think we're already I don't know we're like we have videos <laughs> I don't know Shade what do you want from me no 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 if it's already spicy you don't need to add any more heat yeah I think we're being pretty spicy like we already use toys we already um I think the the only thing we have not done yet is like adding another and obviously we're quarantined so Mm -hmm. that's not even an option not trying to get the rona (sighs) i should make that a goal for when you can get back in these streets i would love to hear that story oh my god i hope y'all do that oh god jesus glenn i think that would be just so fantastic (laughs) (laughs) you could could create an app i dated a swinger once and and i was like curious about this whole world and so i went to like a sex party with him once and then Another time, he was like, "We should create an account on Thrinder where you can like look for a person to join." <laughs> and I was just like, "Okay, let's try it." Um, so you can always create one of those accounts and just like look, just browse. Oh, that's a good idea. And <laughs> for a third, just, like, talk to people. I think and, that would like, be like a good videos. wedding gift. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh actually, <laughs> maybe I have like a ten-year anniversary gift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm dragging it. Might end the marriage too soon. <laughs> Um, so my guy and I were supposed to go to Coachella. And so I was like super looking forward to taking a lot of drugs and just like fucking all night, which is not going to happen now in that setting. But I'm like, oh my God, when I get out, like I'm doing that. Like I cannot fucking wait. Like that's like on the agenda. Do you guys have any like must do sex activities when you're free? Hmm. I'm going to be having sex in public. That's what I'm I was going to say. Yeah. Public. <laughs> like, how can I? In a park. Yes. Something in the park. Have him sit on a bench. Me sit Ooh. on it. Something while people are like, I need some type of thrill, some type of excitement, added excitement and something outside. Like we've been inside too long. True. Yeah. Like, I, don't I was going to say like the back of a movie theater, but this has also made me like a germaphobe. <laughs> like oh, no. I'm freaked out about germs too now. Yeah, y'all, low key. I just I hope I keep all the energy that I've been sending to this person because I've been doing the same thing, Panda. Like when I see you I'm about to do this, 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 and that, you about to get it all. Blah blah blah. blah. Right. So, like, about to be I feel over. like You're the day's to gonna come. Man. He gonna be like, so what's all that shit you was talking? What's up? Let's see it. <laughs> I know. I'm over here trying to. Trying to get rid of this yeah. gag reflex. Oh, I think Lord. we've just been like, we've been like grabbing each other all day. Like That's I'll so walk cute. past him and he just like grabs my boob. Yeah. Or like I just <laughs> grab his penis. It's like, we're just, he, and he keeps joking. He's like, there's no HR here. Ah. Ooh. <gasps> Ooh, like a nice like um, workplace, workplace little mm-hmm, role play. Cool. Yeah, some role play at home is a good idea too. Oh yeah. Ooh. 
Ooh. We do have like a little office in here now. Ooh. Boom. He's going to be like your secretary. Yeah, secretary. Like, Come yeah, into my secretary office. Play. Yeah. Or he'll be my secretary. You know, he should be yours. Yeah. yeah. Oh. You can order something like in secret off of like Amazon or something if they're so shipping a little outfit. Oh, good idea. Shani just ordered a uh, vibrator off of Amazon. Sure did. It should be arriving any day now. Wednesday. (laughs) Wait, what brand though? That scares me. She had a whole back and forth about this, Chelsea, and both you and Penda can weigh in on this. Okay, so I wanted to get the magic wand, but then I couldn't find the like rechargeable one on Amazon. They kept having the one with the cord, and I was like, I don't want the one with the fucking cord. And then I could have got it probably off of like their like another retailer, but I wanted it like fast, and I wanted that Prime free shipping. So I got like a little like knockoff wand, but I was like, nah, it should do the trick. This is essentially like to hold me over because all my sex toys are in California, and I'm stuck in New York. Uh, I see. Yeah, I mean, I you can't you can't have the one with the cord. That's just it's not. <laughs> that's not, not the it, life, right? Yeah, I think you'll be good. I think you'll be fine. It'll get you through the times right now until you can get your your regular stash back. <laughs> Wait. Um, speaking of masturbation and pleasure, um, Shade, do you want to read us the What Would You Do? kind of aligns absolutely so we have a segment on our podcast called what would you do um we at times will sing the city high song but uh my vocal cords are not on it this week um but we were sent we don't have a name but it's dear bgt i love your show please don't use my name okay i'm a 28 year old black woman who has never experienced an orgasm or at least i don't think i ever have How do you know that you've had an orgasm and what advice do you have to help someone achieve one? Sometimes I feel like my vagina is broken and it actually has ruined sex for me. I don't look forward to it. In fact, it gives me anxiety. Please offer any advice you can on the subject and it seems you all (laughs) enjoy sex and may have some tips. Hmm. That's such an interesting letter. There's so many words that like jump out for me in there. Like that she feels like her vagina is broken, which we've like joked around about before because we felt like Mm -hmm. we've like gone too hard on the vibrators. (laughs) But (laughs) she feels like her vagina is broken. Like she thinks like something is wrong with her and then it's ruined sex and it's giving her anxiety. I mean, those are those are heavy, heavy things. Yeah. And I think valid things, especially for women, um, I feel like our orgasm is way more complicated than the male orgasm because like, okay, they ejaculate, you know, it's done. Um, I would say for me, I used to always think I had to like, sorry to cut you off, but I used to think something had to come out of me. Like I had to like excrete something to know that I uh, I came. And I remember Mm -hmm. a friend told me like coming and having an orgasm are two different things. When you come, you're going to like, it's going to be extra wet. And when you orgasm, it's going to be something different. Interesting. Like, Girl, is that even true? What? Uh, I think that I think that orgasming, you know, has different levels that, you know, you can have baby orgasms and then hopefully they progress into a large finale. Yes, the crescendo. Um, yeah, but I think I've had like really big orgasms, like shaking, like leg shaking, like paralyzed, almost like can't move for like 10 seconds 
but I don't, but, and yeah, like I would come and be really wet, but then there are other times when I've been through that and like, wasn't super wet. So I don't know. I think it, it varies. Um, I don't know if you can categorize like an orgasm or like coming by like how much come you actually have. I think there are different, different kinds. Yeah. yeah. I would say that's been my experience too. Um, but like, I think I first, when I first had one, I think I knew it was one again, still, still unsure. But I, I believe it was one because it was just like this like pulsating feeling that I could not control. And that was the first time I had felt that. And then, um, yeah, it, it, it has stepped up since. Um, but also, I think a piece of it is kind of mental. Um, totally. I'm sure you're not, your vagina is not broken. I don't even know what that would mean. But I think it is a, a huge mental piece of just like making sure you're with the right person. Like feeling relaxed, feeling comfortable, like, I don't know, for me, that that definitely affects how I orgasm. Yeah, and I would say, like, you shouldn't put so much pressure on feeling as though you need to orgasm. Like, orgasms are dope, but again, like, for me, a lot of times, like, I don't come every single time I have sex, but I just like getting fucked. So, like, if you can find... (laughs) (laughs) So, if you can just, like, find, like, what you think is pleasurable when you're having sex, like, get into that. Like, do you like receiving oral sex? Do you like giving oral sex? Do you just like the feeling of being full? Like, are you masturbating on your own? And, like, what turned you on? Like, just kind of, like, have this time. You have plenty of time now, girl explore the body explore your likes and your dislikes and see what happens but i am someone who like literally does not come every single time i have sex and like at first i was like oh no but now i'm like it's not that serious because it's nice but like there are other pleasures don't they also say that kegels like make you more sensitive or something i don't know if that's a fact i don't know i might have heard that before yeah, I've heard it. I don't know the actual, like, the studies on, on Kegels, but it is supposed to, like, strengthen your pelvic floor so you can kind of control, like, when um, Sade was saying that you come super quick, like, those type of exercises can give you, like, a little bit more control over your pelvis and when you release your vagina and, like, when you come and all of that good stuff. Um, but, yeah, I think to your point, you should just focus on things that feel good and not be so concerned about, you know, orgasming because sex doesn't have to end in orgasm Mm -hmm. it could just be an experience that feels really good with someone that you like hopefully (laughs) yeah can't there also be people who are asexual though like maybe i mean i'm not i don't know that much about it but isn't it possible that someone just like isn't into sex yeah that's a thing but i think if you're asexual like you wouldn't even be fucking at all right right I don't know. I'm basing That's... this off of Bojack Horseman. <laughs> but like you could oh be if you're if there's societal pressures. Like if you have a boyfriend, he's probably gonna expect that, right? Or oh, you're in a relationship. She's have an orgasm, or that she's gonna like have sex. Oh, have no, sex. no, no, having hey. sex. Like maybe she, I'm not. I don't know because she didn't provide. I'm pulling I'm here. here, but she could right. be she asexual. Could be yeah, she could be. Um... Or like demisexual where people are like really like need like intense emotional connection with people before they can have sex or like emotional intellectual like it's like 
sex like brain sex basically before they can have mm-hmm. any type of physical sex interesting yeah yeah i used to i don't want to say i was like that but i had a, a hard time just feeling pleasure or like just being invested if i was having a random hookup like it just wouldn't turn me on at all i wouldn't see a person and just be like oh you're fine i want to smash like that wasn't and Shade was always very much like that and i'd be like how do you do it I just I don't get it now I've sort of changed but see and I think even then like I wasn't always coming with those people but mm. I just like fucking like I like to like, fuck like hot to people fuck. yeah <laughs> wait but Glenn what what made you change how your relationship is with sex because and I think you might be able to offer her some good advice yeah um I think just the more sex I had to be honest um and the more within that time I had like partners that really fulfilled me and I got to experiment with and I learned more about what I like so then if I was with someone new I would know what I need more or have a better mm. chance of getting off than it, just me feeling like okay I'm a, this is a body I'm a body you're gonna try this <laughs> Your body on my body. yeah I think the ability to experiment is a big piece like if you can you know either do it up by yourself or do it with your partner or Whatever floats your boat, try new things. I think you will find something that mm-hmm. you really yeah. like. For sure. Um, ladies, I'm so sorry. I have to run off of this because I just got a work call added to my calendar. But Penda, it was so nice speaking with you. The ladies, the will, ladies will finish it off because we have one more segment. But this was awesome. Um, and please send me a picture of that warming vibrator. <laughs> yes, I will. I will. Okay. Good talking to you, too. You too. Bye. <laughs> yeah, I was actually about to just wrap us up and take us into our last segment it's called black girl doing shit um so we always highlight a black woman that is doing something really positive that has a business that we want to promote um just you know shout somebody out and our black girl doing shit of this episode is you penda um we love talking to you i feel like this was just really comfortable and open and this is the sort of like community and conversations and openness and safety that you're curating and creating through ProHo. Um, and this conversation is just kind of a testament to that. So thank you. Thank you. Thank y'all. I appreciate you. And it's it's always nice to, you know, join forces with other black women, particularly who are doing dope shit as well. So I appreciate y'all and the work that you're doing and the conversations and the people that you have onto your show. Like, when I saw you guys interviewing Dana Scruggs, I was just like, this is so dope. Like, you guys are always bringing forth the good content. So I appreciate it. Thank you, girl. Oh, thank, girl. You. thank you. Yeah. Where can people find you? If you want to plug any of your socials, anything you have coming up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. You can find me on Instagram at Pendajai, P-E-N-D-A-J-A-I. Um, and also follow the Proho page at I'm Proho, I-M-P-R-O-H-O-E. Um, and from there, you can be directed to, you know, the websites, the podcast. I'm dropping season two of my podcast this Wednesday. You guys drop yes. Wednesdays too, right? Yeah. 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 I feel like Wednesday is a good day. They said Tuesday is like the saddest day of the week. I didn't know that. That kind of makes sense. Yeah. Cause, um, so I'm going to drop the, the second season, the first episode on Wednesday as well. So I'm excited about that. And yeah, I have um, a couple other collabs coming up, but I'll promote those closer to date. Nice. So after y'all listen to this, go listen to the new season of Penda's podcast, Pro Hope.
Nice. And is it, it's, and we can find the podcast wherever people find their podcasts, right? I know you're on Apple. Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Spotify, Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud, iHeart, all of that good stuff. Fabulous. Well, well thank, thank you. you so much. And hope you enjoy yourself during this quarantine and you're staying self healthy and, and safe and sexually satisfied as much as you can. <laughs> yes. Likewise. Likewise. <laughs> Take, All right. I All hope right. you guys are taking care of yourselves too. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.